Hello and welcome to this next episode of Resplendency Life. My name is Joel. And hi, this is Pastor Natalie. And we are so blessed to be with you again for another episode as we discuss the Word of God, as we discuss these yes. uh, different topics. And today's topic is a deep one. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> it's the cage of isolation. Yes. And so... The cage of isolation really is talking about how um, many times we we can uh, hear this, you know, whether it be on television, other people, time heals all wounds, mm -hmm. which is not Bible, by the way. That's just something that people say. Yep. Uh, some people live by that. Time heals all wounds. Give me my time. Give me my space. Give me my distance. And then maybe I'll, I'll, I'll be able to, to, to feel better about this. Maybe I'll get things right. Whatever it is. But I just, for me to heal, I just need time. I need my space. I need isolation. Mm. Mm. Give me, this is just me time. Uh, for some people, that's a, a <laughs> couple hours. For some people, that's many years. Some people, that's the rest of their life. Yeah, and that it's very dangerous to uh, totally isolate yourself. Um, you know, I, I as you were saying that, I was getting a picture of how um, if a wolf is looking for um, with a group of a pack of animals, and he's looking to because he's hungry, you know, he waits for to see one of who will be one of them will be kind of like standing out a little bit. That's the isolated one. That one is not as protected. Um, being together with all the rest of the group would be more of a safety and you know um, there's nowhere in the scriptures that say isolate yourself the Bible even tells us that um, the Lord loves us so much that he would leave the 99 to go after the one because of how much he loves us and he wants to protect us and and not let the devil devour us and and destroy who we are and who God wants us to be so you have to guard against isolation that is one of the biggest traps from the very pit of hell absolutely and and, and to your point even more so you said the scripture is does, does not encourage us to isolate ourselves does not encourage us to do that um, the only times that we get somewhat where some might try and say oh this is this is where scripture tells us to isolate ourselves is, is with prayer right it says you know to, to, to go into your private space to pray Jesus went away to pray right mm -hmm. but let me tell you something if you're praying you're not isolated that's right if you're praying you're not alone in fact you've now brought God into the mix you, you're, you're, you have God the very the very presence of God being with you yes. but let's be honest with ourselves also and say well you you don't use the guise of well, I, I just need my space with time with God are you really praying the whole time that you're in this phase of isolation mm -hmm. of deep disappointment as we talked about in our last episode yeah are you really praying? That may not be the, really the case. Maybe you're just doing because you think at that time it's going to heal the wound. Yeah. That's not uh, some, That's not biblical. And that's not encouraging. I know you might think, well, it makes me feel better. I just need my time. I need my space. But it's not biblical. In fact, uh, many uh, people, uh, you know, whether it be in marriages, whether it be in families, mm -hmm. unfortunately, they'll say, they'll be in an argument, they'll be in a disagreement, or whatever it is. I just and just just walk away. Just need their own space. Mm -hmm. Guess what? That's not actually. It's not actually what biblical. Here we're going to talk about getting things right. Yes. Because scripture 
uh, it's always a great point of reference for our lives, right? Amen. And, and when we read in Genesis, and I'm, I'm, I don't have time to go through the entire story, but we're going to we're gonna jump through different parts of the story here to make a point. Uh, we're going to talk about Joseph uh, here right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to encourage you to read in the book of Genesis, uh, go through Genesis uh, 37, 37 mm-hmm. and go throughout uh, yeah. even up to, to 50. Yes. Uh, but there, there's a lot of rich uh, encouragement here. In many ways, but we want to bring this out to you from the sense of isolation. And so when we read in Genesis 37 about how uh, Joseph was a a very loved uh, boy. He was loved. He was a young man uh, at that time. And he was uh, one of many sons uh, with with his father. And his father had two wives, one that gave him uh, multiple children, the other that gave him one. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so, you know, Joseph was was very... uh, spoiled in some way mm-hmm. joseph was very favored um so that also led to a lot of uh, hatred and dislike from from the other brothers that didn't feel equally loved that way by their father and so uh you know in in in, in genesis 37 verse 19 uh, the, the the brothers say here comes the dreamer they said to each other come now let's kill him let's throw him into one of these cisterns and, and say that a ferocious animal devoured him and then we'll see what comes of his dreams but one of the other brothers tell them, no, let's not take his life, let's not shed any blood, let's throw, let's throw him in the cistern alive. And and, uh, and and said this, you know, don't lay a hand on him, and, and uh, we'll take it, we'll take it from here, right? And and so, um, you know, unfortunately, they think, well, we, if we can just get him out of sight, we'll get him out of mind, mm-hmm. get him out of our lives, and yeah. get him out of our problems. Yeah, how many people go through that right there? Yeah. Seriously, mm-hmm. uh, and so, so uh, you know he's, he's cast aside here, and then at one point these guys see the care these, these these brothers see a caravan coming through. These these are Ishmaelites uh, of Ishmael. Isn't that interesting? It's a, it's a similar spirit there of uh, jealousy. Um, but this the Ishmaelites uh, tribe people come through here and they're selling, and, and so they try and sell now. The brother, in fact, Judas says in verse 26, What will we gain if we kill our brother and cover up his blood? Come with some traditional lights and not lay a hand on him. After all, he is our brother, he's our own flesh. So they, they clearly have a feeling here of like, Look, this is not, this is not right that, we, that we, 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 we hate him so much. But we could just, again, let's get him out of the picture, get him out of our lives. And so uh, they end up selling him off. Joseph goes, this is uh, scripture uh, tells us he's roughly around the age of 17 at this time when mm-hmm. this is going on. Yeah. And from this point on, his whole life changes. And so Joseph now mm-hmm. um, also can think now, I am isolated. Yes. Right? We think we're talking about the brothers here, but really now Joseph is away from these, these brothers that hate him. Yes. He's brought now into Egypt. And uh, yeah, he's a slave. Yeah, life life is, is rough, and he was used to a certain lifestyle. But he he does things so well. He does things so right that he has a lot of favor there um, with uh, one of the head soldiers of, the, of of Pharaoh. And so, you know, it's like let's forget about that. Let's forget any of that stuff happens. Um, he doesn't. If you continue to read throughout, he, at that point of his life. Uh, he doesn't talk much about his past. In mm-hmm. fact, he just stays on where he is, where and he is. and he almost he he gets accustomed to the lifestyle, right, of yeah. Egypt, and so um, time is going on. Time is going on, yeah. 
And so we get further on. Chapter 39. Chapter 39. Even more um, there. If you're Pastor Nathan, you want to explain what's going on there. Well, in 39 was when uh, the wife actually became very fond of um, Joseph Joseph and um, tempted him, tempted Joseph to fall into sin with her. and, um, And Joseph refused. Joseph refused. And so here he is in a very difficult situation and he's now falsely accused of attempting to um, rape her and so now he's put into jail so you know he goes from one harsh situation to now another harsh situation and he's going to be now further isolated because now he's being put into jail you know that's now a different circumstance so now as he's in jail god grants him favor in jail and he's um you know he he meets different men in there and in the process of everything he's he's granted favor and god brings him through that process of being in jail for a few years and he's now from jail he's now brought before um, absolutely the pharaoh and so um it's it's incredible when we read this because you know, again, he's finding favor. Again, he, he, he's now, a lot of time has gone by now. And, and uh, it's, it's interesting because now at this point, now sort of roughly averages around two years at the minimum that he was in prison here. And he, he goes on, because uh, the Bible says that so Pot, Joseph lived in Potiphar's house 11 years, sorry, in Pot, 11 years and two more years in prison. Um, because it was two years later that now the Pharaoh called for him and when he called before the Pharaoh, he interprets the dream, and God gives him the knowledge of what's going to happen with this famine that's going to go across the land, and how they need to prepare, and they only have seven years to prepare, mm-hmm. and again they have another, you know, another, you know, another seven seven years of, of famine that's going to be coming after the years of, of harvest. That uh, you know that's when things seem great because then the Pharaoh puts him as second in charge of the entire land. Yes. So yes. it's like, wow, you would look at this and say, wow, God brought him out of this this yes. place. God's brought him into a place of prosperity. He's mm-hmm. blessed, and that's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. You look at it from a scripture standpoint, we understand his life is being blessed. We understand the favor of God upon him. Mm-hmm. We understand that he is now walking in this. However, there is an undealt issue. Correct. <laughs> there is there's still unfinished business. Yes. And so... Uh, Later on here, when we get to um, Genesis 41, and talks about later on here about how the world came in to, to buy uh, to buy from from the Pharaoh Egypt. and buy from Egypt because they had so much stuff yeah. brought together um, that they could help literally the whole land from starving, yes. and, and it was great. Yes. So then in, in Genesis 42. Joseph's brothers are also part of this this land where the famine's hitting. So the famine has hit their land. They're still alive, and they uh, decide to go to Egypt and try to um, get some some goods that they've heard about and, and yes. purchase that, and, and you know, and, and not uh, starve in the famine. And when they did not expect to see him. No expectations <laughs> at all. They sold to an Ishmaelite. They don't expect to see this guy in Egypt in any capacity. To them, they probably thought he was dead, maybe, yeah. or, or, or or just not living a good life. And so, here they are, enter the picture, 
And uh, and so in verse six, now Joseph was the governor of this is uh, Genesis forty-two verse six. Now Joseph was the governor of the land, the person who sold grain to all all its people. So when Joseph's brothers arrived, they bowed down to him, their face to the ground. As soon as Joseph saw his brothers, he recognized them, but he pretended to be a stranger and spoke harshly to them. Where do you come from? So he notices them. He recognizes who they are. He knows who they are, and and, and uh, their response is from the land of Canaan. We're here to buy food. And in verse 8, uh, although Joseph recognized his brothers, they did not recognize him. Yes. And, they remember, and then, then he remembered his dreams about them and said, you are spies, you've come to spy on our land. And so he, he uh, intentionally tries to recreate a scenario similar to himself. And he knows the, that there's a younger brother that's, that's there. And he tries to say, you have to bring him in order to have one of the other brothers released from, from, from pr yeah. prison to know that they're actually telling the truth of where they're from and they're not spies. He's also testing them. And testing them. Mm -hmm. But why would he do all of this if he, if he, if he, uh, if he was healed from right, this? Right, right. So many years. He's been healed from, right? from, if he really was healed from this Correct. hard time, if he was really, uh, had let this, let this go and, and, and the time had passed by, why would he need to do all of this mm -hmm. to this extent? Mm-hmm. And he does a lot more as we read in scripture as yeah. it carries on. But I think that's the real question is like, I, or the real reality that needs to be faced here is that he, there was, there was still, there was healing that needed to be done. Yes. Because um, for him to instantly get that angered and for him to instantly feel that he needed to do this um, and to feel that he had to, that's, that I have to get you back, even after so many years have passed by. Yes. Um, 25 years we, we, from Bible estimates here at that least, had gone yeah. by at least yeah. um, that he that he had had all this happen in his life yeah. and still feels just it's as a lot of years. angered yes. a lot of years yeah. and he's doing so well so you almost think you know like like it's okay be done with it like you shouldn't even let this bother you but the reality is is that you know like you know we bring it to today and where we are today in, in, in our lives when something has happened that has uh, really affected you and you're isolated now you you know maybe you you got away from that situation maybe you you went across the nation thinking like if I lived in another whole different state you know um, never talk to the person again you're thinking in your heart I I'll get better with time and everything you know father God is a faithful God and the and first and foremost he does heal us when we come to him and we ask him for grace and mercy and we ask him to help us and we ask him to forgive us right so for us then to have an ability to for really forgive when we are confronted again like Joseph being confronted with his brothers you know you kind of think to yourself as much as these brothers probably never thought they would see him again he didn't expect to see them either so only God knew the timing of when they actually needed to come back and see each other again, but also only God knew why it needed to be that long of a time. There was a lot of things that transitioned, we read about with Joseph through all this time. And so um, we're not reading as much about what happened with the brothers, we're reading about what happened with Joseph's life. You know, and so we see how when Joseph did finally have to come face to face with the very thing that hurt him, you get to see was he really walking in healing yet? 
and this is this is where we're going with this because when you get away from something the only way you get healed is with the power of God with with the Holy Spirit strength yes his grace and mercy his grace and his mercy because what ends up happening later on in Genesis 50 is when mm -hmm. the final confrontation happens mm -hmm. and you understand that um, God deals with Joseph yes. and God shows him like you, you can't can't carry on with this any longer and so Joseph reveals who he is to them and he he, he tries to get things right and, and they ask for his forgiveness and it's incredible because um, I believe that in all the things that you go through and all the hardship the the isolation the, the cage of the isolation is broken in the place of forgiveness yes because it doesn't mean that you're um, you're revisiting something it doesn't mean that you're um, trying to to change how someone feels but it means that you've stood before it and you've, with a made-up mind that I will forgive I will not look at this and be hurt the way uh, I could be yes and uh, that is something that that's incredible because that's obviously clearly here the Lord that brought this together yes it's unfortunate the way things happened God still used it and in fact in, in Genesis 50 verse 20 here it says well you intended to harm me but God intended for good to accomplish what is now being done Yes. The saving of many lives. Yes. Understanding that God is there. Yes. Acknowledging the Lord. Speaking about the Lord. In the hardship. In the forgiveness. That that that's that's what it's about right there. Yeah. So that way you don't stay in the same cage of isolation. That's right. That's right. Joseph is a great example of saying, you know what? I may not have recognized what was happening when I was in it. And it was a really hard place, and you know what? It's a lonely place when yeah. you when you are isolated. Um, but what the devil has meant for harm and evil, God can turn it around, and God wants to use these things for His glory. God doesn't want us to stay in a place of pain and isolation and feel like things will never change. See, when Joseph went from uh, being thrown in a pit and then sold and then thrown into um, jail. He could have felt like things will never change for me because it was going from bad to bad to bad. And yet he was able to stay with his, his heart on the Lord. He stayed in communication with God, in relationship with God. His ability to say, God, I'm going to still walk with you. Even in this lowest point, even in this hardest moment, I'm going to walk with you, Lord. And so we see how much God used the pain with purpose he used the isolation for the glory of god amen you see amen that is so awesome our encouragement to you today now is to pray pray in your life that god would help you to deal now with things that maybe you've tried to hide from mm -hmm. maybe things that you don't want to confront because at some point it may come right in front of you and you don't want to have to uh, relive re-go through no. something uh, let's get things right. Yes. Let's let's get things right by the power of the Holy Spirit. Forgive. Let's choose forgiveness today. Yes. Let's choose forgiveness for those that may not ask for forgiveness. Yes. 
Let's choose forgiveness again tomorrow. Yes. And let's walk through the journey of forgiveness so that way we don't have to walk the journey of hurt yes. or walk in a place of, of, of dark, darkness and loneliness. The Holy Spirit is with us. Yes, the Holy Spirit wants to comfort us. He is a great comforter. Mm-hmm. Run to God. That's our encouragement to you today. Yes. Now I pray that you would uh, stay connected with us. Yes. So go ahead and subscribe to uh, our podcast here on iTunes, Google Play, uh, SoundCloud. Also, make sure that you are a subscriber to our YouTube channel. We've got great content coming out on there with our Be Resplendent YouTube series show. Uh, it's a great web show, great encouragement um, with, with our pastors where they, they go through various great topics in Scripture. Uh, make sure to share with others and be a subscriber there. Also, make sure to follow us on our social media at Resplendency INC. It's at Resplendency INC, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, great way to stay connected with us. And if you're in the Central Florida area, you see all the, the great events and different things that we're doing here, our Sunday sessions, our prayer meetings. Yes. Uh, we invite you to come if you're yes. in the area. Uh, we'd love to see you out there. Uh, also, we want to encourage you, if you've got any, uh, any, any prayer you might need, feel free to send an email to contact at resplendency.com. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's contact at resplendency.com. We'd love to pray with you. We are praying for you, uh, especially when we're at our, 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 at our uh, prayer meetings. We'll yes. bring it before God together. And Pastor Natalie has a great blog we'd love for you to read. Yes, thanks guys for uh, following me at Examine Moments. And you can read all my blogs on letstakeamoment.com. God bless you, and we'll see you on our next episode. God bless.